I'm Lynette Hoffman, and this is Beyond the Table. This is for butter chicken. Now, some people cook this in an oven. You know, just to save time, they put everything in the oven. I don't have an oven. That's how butter chicken actually is. You have to cook it in a tandoor. It's marinated, and then you cut it, and that goes in the butter chicken. I'm in Harris Park, which is Sydney's Little India. You just heard Vivek Gulati, the head chef and one of the three co-owners at Not Just Curry's, showing me around the kitchen. Not Just Curry's just celebrated its second birthday on the 9th of July, but within a year it was already the number one ranked restaurant in Harris Park on TripAdvisor. This is actually my third time eating here, and the first time I came I couldn't stop evangelizing about it. I told all my coworkers they had to come, and I'm pretty sure we even ordered extra food after our meal to take away and have for lunch the next day. So when I decided to create a podcast focusing on chefs around Western Sydney neighborhoods, this seemed like the perfect place to start. So meet Vivek. My name is Vivek, Vivek Gulati. I'm technically from India. Vivek's cooking obsession started young, and he started simple. I used to help my mom at home, and my father used to make lovely omelets. You know, he used to make the omelet and put a cover on it, and when you remove the cover, it used to become fluffy. And then when you take it out of the pan, it used to go back, sit down. You know, so I used to really enjoy that, and I started making with omelets. To be honest, I used to cook eggs at home. That's all I did. Nothing else. No other cooking. Nothing. But that soon changed, as you might guess. Vivek grew up in New Delhi. He trained as a chef in India and made a name for himself chefing in five-star hotels in India, Dubai, and Sydney before opening his first restaurant. Came here in Australia in 2003. I've been a chef since 1992. I opened my first restaurant in 2004 in Homebush. From one, I made two. From two, I made three. I had three restaurants in 2008. I had three. I had a heart attack. I had diabetes. I had high cholesterol. I had sleep apnea. All together, one shot. So I decided to sell all the restaurants and go in teaching. He was thirty-six. For the next seven years, Vivek taught business, retail management, commercial cookery, and other courses at local colleges. His teaching career went really well. He climbed up through the ranks, but it wasn't what he really wanted to be doing. So in seven years, from trainer to head trainer to academic manager to campus manager, but my heart and my soul is in food because I'm a chef. So I start. I thought of opening it again. It was a tough period of his life. He'd gotten married in Dubai and came to Australia with his wife, but he'd been so busy focusing on work that he hadn't really prioritized family, and his wife left him. And when I had the divorce, that little bit, you know, took my mind away from things, and I went into gambling. It was a hard life, obviously, because I needed money. I had lost everything, so that was the biggest challenge. You know, I went on, went on, but I used to get depressed sometimes, thinking that why did I sell the restaurant? I should be in my restaurant. When can I open? I need the money. I need the money. How can I open the restaurant? He teamed up with two business partners and opened Not Just Curries in 2015. I paid a premium price for this place. I, I would say I paid around $200,000 extra for this place, just for the location. 
when I opened this restaurant, I still did not have a single dollar to pay for the restaurant. I begged, borrowed from friends, from my family back home in India. I took a loan, but I, I took a, all this borrowing. I did $130,000 of borrowing. Within 10 months, I paid everyone off. But he's made a lot of changes this time around. Do you still feel like you, you have a lot of stress in your life? No. I just, I just had a nine-day cruise. Really? I just came back this Tuesday. Nine days cruise. We went 25 of our friends. We went with their families and all. It is a spoiling thing. I'm traveling. Last year, 2016, I traveled six countries. You think I'm in stress? Restaurant is running. See, when I opened my first restaurant, I was working dog's hours. You know, I did not take a vacation or off for four years. And I think that's what caused my health problem and, you know, stress. And I had the heart attack and all. So this time I said I need to work smart. Now he and his two business partners each only work four days a week. Whatever they're doing, it seems to be working. Not just curry specializes in North Indian food. So I was curious how that came about. Is it food that you grew up with? How did you decide on this menu? All right. To be honest, Indian food is not my forte. Well, yes, I know Indian food, how to cook. But I specialize... I started my career with Thai food. I was... In back when, uh, way back in 93, 94, I was one of the seven chefs in India who knew Thai food. So when I joined Taj Group of Hotels, I was put in the Thai kitchen and I had two Thai chefs from Dusitani, Bangkok, and I learned from them. I started with Thai and then obviously you're in a big hotel, you move up in the ranks. I was put in banquet kitchen, there I learned Indian cooking, I learned uh, continental international cooking. And then I moved to Dubai. In Dubai, it went on totally different East meets West fusion. But when I came here, again, I did modern Australian cuisine when I worked with Four Seasons and uh, Swiss Grand. But then again, what I've seen that when you come and open your own business, it always comes back to your face value, your ethnicity. So because I'm an Indian, if I start to do Italian or, or Thai, I don't think no one will come to my restaurant thinking he's an Indian. How can he cook Thai and all that? So I had to do my Indian. Obviously, you're cooking Indian now, but does all this other influence come into your food in any way? Uh, later on, if I open the other restaurant, it will. I, I have a, a dream restaurant. I cannot tell you the name because if I open that restaurant with that name, people will just come because of that name. Nothing else, if I tell you the name. But I can't because I want to keep that secret. There, I will do fusion and I will do fusion with Indian, European, everything and I will do it. I have lots of ideas in my mind what to do, but it's just that I don't have the market here to do it. It has to be somewhere else in a you know, in the city or place like that. And with that name, it will just work with that name, nothing else. For now, though, traditions of India run deep through the restaurant. Just as a little example of that, when Vivek opened the restaurant, he flew his mom down from Canada to do the first cooking. And it wasn't until she finished that they kicked off. When he first told me that, I thought maybe she was a chef or something. But she was actually trained as a teacher. When, when you're doing an opening uh, of a new thing, it's, it's, always take, it's always good to take blessings of the elders. So there's a dish called kheer, which is an Indian rice pudding. So you cook that to kick off any opening. 
So it's just an auspicious religious thing that you know that with elders cooking it a home style in the restaurant so once she made that kheer after that we start cooking. He also keeps the recipes as authentic as possible. Which brings me to another question. Ever since I first discovered not just curries, I wondered how they came up with the name. Ah, that's a good question. See, if you really see all the Indian restaurants, they have very typical Indian names. Billus, Neelam, Haveli, Indian, Saffron, you know, I want it to be different. We had around 300 names we put down on paper. We all also called a priest in India to take out a first letter, you know, by giving him the date of birth, the time of birth, the day of birth of all three partners send it to him and he did whatever they do astrologers do and they came out of a word with c that they your restaurant should start with c so we started writing the names with c and anything else which came to our mind we just kept writing kept writing and we could did it struggle for one week and believe me i came out with this idea so let's name it not just curries because i want to tell everyone that indian food is not just curries there's so much more than curries in indian food the menu does feature curries but it goes well beyond that i asked vivek to tell me about some of his favorite dishes well i uh, there's a dish called chingari tikka which is not available anywhere in sydney i explored that dish on actually my barbecue at home my friends said they want to have something spicy so i did some mixing here and there and i came out with this and they really enjoyed it it's chingari tikka which is very spicy it's not mild medium it is high on spice so if your threshold is really high you should try that that's my signature item the other one is uh, ginger marinated lamb cutlets usually anywhere you go in sydney you get those again you'll get those lamb cutlets but they are cooked in the clay oven tandoor i don't cook it in the tandoor i do it on the flat griddle so they taste very different there's another item called lachha paratha which is uh, uh, leavened bread uh, it's layered it's cooked in differently again lachha paratha everyone serves it in the tandoor I do it on the griddle so it's it's different. So I told you I'd been here before and the tandoori chicken really stood out in my mind as being amazing. So I apologize if I sound like I'm fangirling a bit here, but I had to ask what makes it so good. Your tandoori is the only one I've ever had that I really really like. What do you do differently because it has a lot more flavor? Tandoori chicken? Yeah. But I keep my recipes original. So this is a secret. Whenever everyone cooks kebab it goes in you take it out from the tandoor straight on the plate so it's dry what i do all my kebabs they go on a bowl and then i put melted butter lemon juice chaat masala chopped coriander toss it and then it goes on the platter so with that butter and all this lemon and all it becomes juicy and which gives you extra flavor so all my kebabs are put in a bowl before they go on the sizzler platter that's why rest everyone they just take it out stay it on the sizzler that's why it's dry mine is juicy little wet because of these all extra things which i put on top so it takes time 
So say I want to go cook some Indian at home and I go get one of those jars from the supermarket. <laughs> you can't just get one and add some stuff. No way. No, you cannot get the right taste. Never, ever. You have to use everything fresh from scratch, then you get it right. I was determined to get at least one cooking tip from Vivek. What's the secret to the perfect omelette? Uh, I've seen people uh, put the omelette in the pan and then they put all the things on top. What I do, I put a little bit of butter and oil mix and I saute all my ingredients, onions, tomatoes, mushroom, peppers, chilies, whatever you want to put, I saute them nicely. And I whisk the egg plain separately and then I put and I scramble it. You keep scrambling it till all that condiments, what you put in and sorted, get mixed with the omelette and then leave it because egg has a property which sets itself. So even if you scramble and then leave it, it'll set. It'll become an omelette. I don't do a folded omelette. I do a flat omelette, which is that's what we eat in India usually because folded omelette is a little raw and people in India, they don't like raw, raw egg. So And then you just turn it over and put a lid on top. And when you open the lid, you'll see it'll just flop up like that. So I usually saute my ingredients. That's my secret recipe. I don't just put raw things on top of a raw egg. I sorted them. What tips would you give somebody that wants to cook this type of food at home? If you want to cook, you have to cook it with love. That's the only recipe. You try to play around with it too much, you lose it. If you put your heart and soul and love into that dish... Nothing will go wrong. Love. That's it. Cooking with passion. Yes, I want to do it right. There you go. You'll never go wrong. I'm Lynette Hoffman, and that was Vivek Gulati, head chef at Not Just Curry's in Harris Park. So this was actually the first episode that I recorded for Beyond the Table back at the end of March. It's the first interview I've ever recorded for broadcast ever. So there were a few niggles with the audio that made it a bit trickier to edit. As always, you can go to my website, lynettehoffman.com for pictures and a little bit more information about how to find the restaurant. There's a link in the show notes in case you're not too sure how to spell my name. Thanks for listening to Beyond the Table. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave a review in iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts because it will help other people to find it. And if you have suggestions for other restaurants that you think I should try or people you think I should interview, please get in touch about that as well. I'd love to hear from you.